0: Welcome back to the Student at a Game podcast. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. Hey, um, if you have not seen Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, you probably wanna don't wanna listen to this episode here because I'm gonna be talking about some of the things that happened in the movie and I will hate to spoil it for you. But if you don't mind getting that information prior to seeing it, hey man, hey, please feel free to listen, all right? Let's go. All right, so this movie right here, let me tell you something. If you like action in the movies you watch, you're gonna love this movie. Alright. If you like if you love like real good dialogue in this movie, you're gonna love this movie. Like if you enjoy movies that has a like a high, high rewatchability rate, you're going to enjoy this movie. If you enjoy comics, you're going to enjoy this movie. If you enjoy like it doesn't have to just, just to be Marvel or DC comics in general, you're gonna enjoy this movie. If you if you lo- like to watch movies where there are where despite there being a they're a, pro- a protagonist and an antagonist, and you understand each of their motives, even though you may not agree or disagree with everything that they do. You are going to enjoy this movie, okay? If you enjoy, like, having horror elements in a movie, you are going to enjoy this movie, all right? This is a, man, this is a, man, this is a, damn, this is a real good movie, all right? Very, very... Ex- very, very good movie. You know, like a lot of people think that Marvel movies are all just happy-go-lucky and lighthearted. No, it was a lot of darkness to this movie. I mean, hey, you're not going to have a lighthearted movie and you got a Wanda possessing the freaking Darkhold, <laughs> right? But, um, you know, if you're a parent who will, will by any means necessary, protect your children and go get your children, guess what? You're going to enjoy this movie. All right. If you're a person who loves the resolve, that likes to resolve chaos, you're going to enjoy this movie. Because that's what Doctor Strange is doing, alright, in this movie, man. But, it's... Sam Raimi, like, man, like... So, he directed the Evil Dead franchise, Army of the Dark, Darkness, which is part of the Evil Dead franchise. Um, Drag Me to Hell, and the whole Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, okay. What was the main theme in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies? Um what was it? Uh yeah. Um Good power with great power comes great responsibility. That's the that that's the that's something that <clears throat> that applies to Doctor Strange character in this movie and applies to Wanda, Scarlet Witch, and it also applies to America Chavez. Here's how it applied to Doctor Strange. Here's the thing. Um you know he is the like he is the one who has to in order for him to defeat Wanda and stop Wanda and fix the multiverse and prevent the multiverse from going out of whack he is going to have to delve into things and um spells and stuff that are like at a high high risk that could cost him his life that can cost other people's lives and all of that all right but he's going to get great power with it. And you know, he saw mistakes that the other Doctor Strangers made, okay? You know, and that right there shows you how important it is for him to be very very highly highly responsible with the power that he's getting, <clears throat> okay? <clears throat> um Wanda got the power of the dark hold and she's using it to try to get to, using it to try to get her children, but at what cost? No matter what life is in the way, she's trying. She's trying to slaughter them. She's trying to. She wants to kill America Chavez so she can get her power. And America Chavez, she's struggling to control her power, which she received when she was a little girl. Every time she get real real scared, from the scale to one to ten to a ten, boom. She she can create um, portals to the multiverse, and she inadvertently created a portal that made her parents go away I don't know if her parents died or if they're just in another dimension or whatever but um man like um that that's sad you know but eventually in the movie she she's able to control her power and when she's able to control it oh man she was more of a force than Wanda she punched Wanda a couple times boom boom I always say Wanda Maximoff can't take a punch <laughs> All offense, no defense. But man, Wanda was like an amazing villain, and and I knew she was a villain, you know. And a lot of people were like, no, she's not a villain. You just upset fan boys, fan dudes, just mad because when a woman has power, no, she's the villain. You saw that? She's going around just killing everybody, you know that? Yeah, you're a villain. Like her kills. Oh my goodness, those kill shots. Oh man, she ran through the Illuminati. You know that whole Illuminati? Like they like man, y'all pretty weak. Yeah, y'all didn't even listen to Six One Six Strange. Oh yes, yes, MCU is now Six One Six. You're going to find that out in this movie. It's Six One Six. All right, but um, but yeah, um, but anyways, like this this movie here, man, like is is so off the chain, man. It's off the chain. But you know, um, like. the a lot of the kills that Wanda does, it, it and you know it remind you know it's that that Sam Raimi putting his imprint on it, like because you could have got another director and they would have had Wanda Maximoff killing people, but it wasn't going to be in the same way the way um, Sam Raimi did it, like the whole scene where he was she was she was going up against um, Captain Britain or Peggy Carter, boom took that shield. Threw it back at her, spit her in half, dropped the building on Monica. I mean, on uh, Maria Rambeau, who was Captain Marvel. All right, straight up, just like man, she straight up messed over uh, Reed Richards, played by John Krasinski. Um, man, the way she did Professor Xavier, man, just snapped his neck, smoked him out in the mind, in his mind, and just snapped his neck. And I'm like. God. Oh, and how she did black bolt! Oh my goodness! Used his own vocals against him. <laughs> oh, and she was just manhandling those um ultrabots, Ult- Ultron bots. Yeah, man, That, But you know, with Wanda in this movie, you know, um, like I say, I put her up there. Elizabeth Elizabeth Olsen did a phenomenal job, man. That that girl can act, dude. Um. I put her villain, um her as a villain up there with Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger, uh Tom Hiddleston Loki, um, uh, Josh Brolin Thanos. I put her up with that man. She incredible performance. Incredible performance. Um I hope this hopefully we can see, still see more of her. Um my guess is the next thing for her is a whole redemption thing. Redemption. Hey man we in this world hey we love a good redemption story right yeah um, Dr. Strange man he man like that dude there like he is you know it's, it's the fact that he's a, a brilliant surgeon that like the knowledge and the skill set that he has with that definitely applies to everything that he does as Dr. Strange you know as the future sorcerer supreme the master of the mystic arts and sciences and all that stuff. Um You know, the whole story arc with him and Christine Palmer, man, like it has to be sad to know that in no freaking universe they are together. Well at least not the one the ones that they explored in the movie. They are not together. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's that's sad. Can you imagine that? Like If it's somebody that you're in love with, and let's say that you break up and, you you know, you're not together, but, you know, you would like to believe that, you know what? In another universe, you're together. They are straight up not together. They are not. And then by the end of the movie, you know, you see see that, you know what? They both come to the conclusion that it's just not going to be. You know, she wasn't going to leave her universe to go to his. He wasn't going to leave his universe to go to hers, you know? So it is what it is, you know? But... Let's hope that they both eventually find happiness because she did in the six one six universe she got married and you know, but that was we saw that in the trailer where he was, at the wedding. In the audience, okay, but um yeah shout out to Rachel McAdams who also did a phenomenal job, you know what I'm saying, and and I'm, and I'm not gonna lie, by them showing her in red hair it makes me think that you know what. I really think like, let's say if the Doctor Strange movie came out like in 2005, 2008 or something like that, you know, I could really see Rachel McAdams as Scarlet Witch, you know, or something or, you know, yeah. I mean, I could see her as that role if this was like in 2006 or something like that, you know, but um, she's a brilliant actress. Hopefully this is not the last that we've seen of her, but I don't know how they would bring her back anyway, because it seems like they concluded, they wrapped up the storyline with him and her. You know, so but Rachel McAdams brilliant actress man. Um Wong man Wong Man Wong is my dude man. Wong is my dude, you know. He you know, he is really holding it down as sorcerer supreme, man. That is a stressful job and he's holding it down, man. You know, real good leader, you know, like he he does his thing, man. To me he's like he's Mr. Consistent, you know, Mr Consistent, doesn't miss a beat, you know. Um what Wong is just phenomenal. Um Mordo. Man, I was expecting a lot more from Mordo. We didn't see 616 Mordo. We saw Earth 838 Mordo. You know how I know it's 838 and it's 616? Because Christine Palmer, aka Night Nurse, okay, at the Illuminati facility. She said, Doctor Strange, your earth is 616. 616. I told y'all about that. 616. I mentioned that I didn't say I created it, but when I brought that up, people saying, "No, it's Earth One Nine Nine Nine." I'm like, "Oh, this." They said it's Six One Six, you know. But um, anyways, um, this this whole movie, man, the way they um, the way they just did everything, like the the special effects was awesome, um, the dialogue was awesome. I mean, I I really enjoyed this movie, man. I really enjoyed this movie. I want to watch it again. Um. I, the rewatchability rate on this movie I believe is is, is 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 way high. It's way high. If I had time to go back and see it again, I would. I just don't though. But I would. Alright. But I do think um yeah, y'all should check this movie out. Um man, like it I think this movie, like whenever we get the X Men, um we get to Secret Wars and all of that good stuff, you know, whenever we start to see more of King or maybe Apocalypse or something, you know, or Galactus. We're gonna look back on this film, okay? We're gonna look back on this film and, and we're gonna be like, wow, this this is what this is what set it off right here. Well, this is one of the things that set it off, you know. But yeah, um, the end credit. Well, one of the end credit scenes, um, Charlize Theron. I, I had no idea which character she was playing. Her character's name is Clea she's a sorcerer she's you know like the doctor Str- she's a what do you call it a sorcerer she's like Dr Strange that but she's in the in the dark in the dark universe or something like that and um she's um Dermamu's niece but she goes to strange and tell and she tell, informs him that hey you created an incursion in my universe you know come help me fix it or unless you unless you're chicken unless you're scared. And he's like, OK, yeah, I'm down. Let's do this. Then they go do their thing. So, of course, I had to look her up. So I know I know a little bit of knowledge about her. Um, Her and Dr. Strange get married and stuff. And they, you know, they end up becoming like a good tag team, good partnership and stuff. You know, I don't know if they have any children, though. But see, that's why I said, you know, it seems like, well, Christine Palmer, her character is gone. But you know how they do. Her and her husband might not work out, and then she might want to go back to Doctor Strange, and then you're creating this love triangle dynamic, you know? So we'll see how that goes, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to all of this, man. But Doctor Strange, it's a real good movie, real good movie. You should check this movie out, not just because I said so, only partially because I said so, and because it's a real good movie. It will not let you down, all right? Check the movie out. All right, so, so what's going to happen to Wanda now? You know Wanda Wanda caused the she caused more than chaos. She took away she took a lot of lives. Okay? Like think about it, especially if you're part of Earth 838. She took out Mr. Fantastic. Um Charles Xavier. Um um Captain Marvel. Um Peggy Carter. Black Bolt. All those characters, they have families, they have teammates from their respective teams. Aren't you gonna come for wonder? Are are you gonna come for wonder? You gonna hold her to trial? What you gonna do? Especially if you're Sue Storm, man, if listen, I'm gonna tell you something about Fantastic Four. I'm I am i am not aware of how powerful they are. I hear about it, but when I read the comic or if I'm watching a movie or an animated show that, that their characters is based on, I'm just not seeing when people say how powerful they are. But OK, I respect it, though. And I heard Rob, Rob, Rob Jefferson from Comics Explained. And I respect this dude What his perspective on comics. He's awesome. Check out Comics Explained, OK, in geek culture about Robert, Robert Jefferson. Um, and he says that Sue Storm and he says a lot of people underestimate her strength. And he says that she was her shield. She was able to defend against like celestials punching and kicking and attacking and stuff, right? Okay, so is she gonna come for Wanda? That shouldn't even be a question, right? She she has to come for Wanda, even if Wanda can beat her. Like you 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 go for her, right? Right, like, and and we should cheer that on, right? Because. We cheered on Wanda when she told Thanos you took everything away from me. I don't even know you. You will. So Sue Storm should have that same energy, right? And their children, because I I know if that happened to me, I think I think my wife and my children. Oh, they're coming. They are coming. And you know, there's nothing I love more than a good action revenge flick, man. That's, you know, that could be how they introduce, um well they wouldn't be the Fantastic Four then right but um wow I just I just find that very very interesting I mean Charles Xavier so is Jean Grey gonna come Is she's gonna unleash the beast the Phoenix Force Cyclops Wolverine Gambit Rogue is all of them are they gonna come hmm man that's but yeah that I, I thought that that part I'm like man Yeah Sue Storm you have to do something To took out your husband like that Took him out Took him out Okay So That would be an interesting fight Sue Storm and Scarlet Witch I wonder who would win I don't know I don't know the full magnitude of the invisible woman's Powers But if she used her invisible power Can Wanda still see her or sense her? I don't know. Because Wanda can do things that are, that is very deceptive, you know? If she taps inside the Invisible Woman's mind, man, that, that would be an amazing fight. But I still think that, you know, um, Sue Storm, yeah, she should be, she should be seeking revenge and justice. I am vengeance. She, she should get her Batman voice on. I am vengeance. <laughs> All right. So with the whole encouraging thing, that's going to make things very, very interesting because the earth where the Illuminati was at was it's, it's called 8th, um, M- Earth 838. And the earth where our heroes are at that we're used to seeing in MCU is 616. OK, according to Christine Palmer and the Illuminati. All right. So where does that leave T'Challa? You know, I I check out my video on YouTube where I talk about this. Where this was months ago, and I didn't wasn't familiar with the word incursion, but what they define incursion as—that's what I was bringing up, okay? Because I I made a reference of because I was thinking about um, if you watch the Arrowverse, okay, the i am sorry, um, the WB where they got Green Arrow, Flash, Black Lightning, Mm -hmm. Legends of Tomorrow, um, Batwoman, all those shows. Well, they had multiple Earths, the original Earth with our flash and the green Arrow television series it was called Earth One okay, but what happened was is that other earths okay they had um what's the word I'm looking for they 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 got destroyed okay, and then you had characters and heroes and villains from different earths they ended up coming from their different worlds, whatever their respective Earths or world call is called and they came on into earth 1. So what happens is is that earth 1 end up ends up becoming called earth prime, I believe. Okay? B- ends up becoming earth prime, all right? So it's uh <clears throat> what it is is that, you know, it ends up changing the whole name right there. Now, I say that because Nate Moore last year he said that we are not going to see T'Challa in the MCU 616 specifically said 616 he didn't say MCU and that was the first time I ever heard somebody like outside of the that's not in the movies that works for Marvel refer it to as 616 that's the first time I heard that and so my line of thinking was well we just saw variants in Loki and we got this multiverse of madness coming in we saw the different we was able to see different Spider-Man in um, No Way Home so that means there should be T'Challa's in another um in another universe, and I think, what you know, from my understanding, the incursion is when the two worlds end up blending in or colliding, or something. Lives going to be taken and stuff like that. And you might have a situation where you have a tachala where, you know, what? Wakanda in six one six could use that T'Challa because maybe the Wakanda in eight three eight ends up messing up, get you know, getting wiped out or something like that during the incursion or during whenever they faced off with Thanos, right? Because they did face off Thanos in the eight three eight. But they showed that he was dead when he was on Thanos Planet. So maybe they did make it down to Wakanda. Don't know. But um that that's that's like I'm 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 not trying to make this all about Black Panther, but what it is, I'm I'm just curious to this. I'm trying to figure figure things out. Like, you know, is, are these possible Easter eggs or is just nothing, right? That I'm thinking right here. Because T'Challa is a is a very important character, okay, and I do want to see that character in the MCU. Um, God rest um, the late great Chadwick Boseman. soul. Um, you know, I would like to see. Um, I mean, he did a phenomenal job as that character, man. But I, you know, I want to see. I want to see that role continue. And there's a lot of good black actors that can play that role. I believe the kids. You don't need to play it like him. You play it your way. You do your best version of yourself, you know. Like, let's say if Morris Chestnut was to play it, well, you'd be the best Morris Chestnut. Or Omar Epps, you'd be the best Omar Epps. Or whoever plays the role. Or Derek Luke, you'd be the best Derek Luke. You know, it reminds me of, you know, hey, um, you take the Los Angeles Lakers, you know. Um, Magic Johnson, champion. Okay. Kobe Bryant, champion. I mention those two because they, they're, they are guards. They're both great. OK, Hall of Famers first ballot, no doubt. But let me tell you something. Their styles were totally different. It wasn't wrong. It wasn't the right or whatever. It's just they both showed their greatness. So whoever is going to play T'Challa, hey, man, just if anything that you're going to have the thing that you should just have in common with Chadwick Boseman is that, hey, man, just bring your a game and bring it, you know, bring your a game to this role. You know, like people say, well, the amount of pressure, my pressure, let me tell you something. Um, You can't be great if you can't deal with pressure. You're going to feel pressure, but you deal with it. I mean, I don't think we ever eliminate pressure, but you deal with it. You handle it despite the pressures in life. You must provide for your family. You must be a loving and caring person despite the pressures and stuff. You know, and I believe that whoever they cast as T'Challa, I think you're going to have more people rooting for for him than against him. You know, I I really do. I really do. You know, and and in life, when you're facing a lot of pressure, it's very, very important to focus. You know what? Focus on those who support you. You know, you can focus on those who don't support you, but give them the the same amount of energy. That's all I'm saying. Keep it balanced. Like Thanos, right? (laughs) But yeah, that's... I wonder how they're going to, you know, and I think, you know, like I say, um, in the Next Door movie, they're going to have the Panther God Bast in there. So that's probably going to throw some type of Easter egg in there. Then, you know, eventually we're going to see the Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer, you know, so we'll see what happens with that. We'll see where they're going with that. So, yeah, so that's all I got on that part. That's all I got on that part. And also, speaking of Black Panther, made me think about it. You know, Black Panther, he debuted in the comics. In fan, in the Fant, one of the issues in Fantastic Four, okay. So, I wonder if, I wonder in in Earth eight thirty eight three eight, if the Black Panther, if he's affiliated with the Fantastic Four in that universe. Cause in the MCU, we're not, we're not sure whether or not if he's affiliated with Fantastic Four in the MCU. So maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Or he could be affiliated with them before they became the Fantastic Four. So he might be affiliated with Sue Storm, Reed Richards and stuff. But I don't know. Excuse me. But in Earth 838, I wonder if they're affiliated with each amongst each other. Um, didn't get a confirmation whether or not if we had the Avengers in Earth 838. You know, they probably had a different set of superheroes, right? Because... In Infinity War, we had the Avengers, but we didn't have any X Men, no Professor X, in, in the in the MCU six one six, but in MCU six, excuse me, eight three eight, you had Charles Xavier, you had Morto, Reed Richards, a variant of um of Captain Marvel and Peggy Carter, so we don't know if the Avengers actually existed or in, in that in that in that in that Earth on that era, okay, in that universe. I mean, so what if um. In that universe, though, the way Black Panther is affiliated with the Avengers in the 616, he's affiliated with the Fantastic Four. And after knowing that Reed Richards is dead, I'm pretty sure um, T'Challa will go, probably going to throw his name in the hat also in getting um, vengeance for his friend. You know? So, we'll see. But I think that'll be very, very interesting. That'll be a, another interesting way they can introduce um, another T'Challa in the new T'Challa in the Black Panther universe. But, you know, once again, that's And, and see that's and see the thing about it. That's assuming that they're going to kill him off. We don't know whether or not they're going to kill T'Challa off in the 616. So, we have no idea. Okay? We have no idea, but it it's Man, it, it, this this just this just has me thinking, man. Just has me thinking up a lot of different scenarios. And I and I'm going to continue to be randomly thinking about a, a bunch of a lot of scenarios cuz this is something that is on my mind. But y'all y'all tell me what y'all think about that. Do you think um in 838 Earth 838 that T'Challa is affiliated with the Fantastic 4 or are the Illuminati even aware of what goes in Wakanda and T'Challa and Black Panther? They should be, right? They're the freaking Illuminati, right? Share your thoughts. Let me know what you think. And since we're talking about Fantastic Four right now, also, um, there's rumors floating around that John Krasinski will be returning to to play the role of Reed Richards in the MCU 616, I believe. And he's going to be an executive producer on the film. And Bryce Dallas Howard may be directing, and she will also be playing, starring as Sue Storm. Okay, well, Sue Richards, the Invisible Woman, okay? These are rumors. Um, strong. I believe it's a strong rumor. I think it's possible. I can see that happening. Um, a lot of people. Um, I saw in some of the comments when I saw the story online. They were talking about, um, well, Sue Storm is, is very skinny, 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 and stuff. And you know, Bri- Bryce Howard, um, Bri- Bryce, Bryce, Bryce Howard is not a. a skinny 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 woman and there's nothing wrong with that she is a gorgeous young lady okay she, she just has a different body type than what Sue Storm is in the comics and you know um, what's in the animated series right but hey the way I look at it you know um, the past two um, Fantastic Four franchises they had a skinny 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 Sue Storm that's similar to kind of similar to the body type that's in the comics but Hey, what have those two franchises done? You know? They're still trying to get get that right. Now it's not a knock on the casting from those two movies where you had um Jessica Alba and um um say Kate Mora. Yeah, Kate Mora. You know, and um, you know, I thought they did they understood the assignment in those roles, but for some reason the Fantastic Four movies just hadn't been hitting with people. The even though the first one was pretty decent, I thought it I thought it was a cool movie. But anyways, um for those of you who are so focused on well, Sue Storm has to be this super, super skinny and all this stuff or whatever. Or she has to have the same body type. The actress has to have the exact same body type as the Sue Storm in the comics. Well, Wolverine is five foot three in the comics. Hugh Jackman is six foot three. Okay. So with me, I care more about the actor getting the character right, getting the spirit animal of that Character right, and I think Bryce Howard is capable of doing that. Hell, do we know if Reed Richards is six foot three? I think John Krasinski is like six foot three, six foot two. You know, we don't know how tall he is, so you know, you can't always just go by height. Like, and I think she's an exceptional actress, and she can do a brilliant job, and she's a she's a brilliant director. And I think that um, now now I'm curious now. John Krasinski, Bryce Dallas Howard, I think they're like in their late thirties, early forties, I believe. So. What I'm guessing is, is that they are they're gonna start off already having their powers. I'm guessing. And of course, they'll do a backstory or whatever on it for those who are unaware how they gain their powers. But maybe they're already gonna have their children. I think, because <laughs> I think that'll be cool. You know, um, both both actors, their parents and stuff. And I think that's more of a way. I'm cool with with them do, going that direction instead of restarting the whole origin of it. You know, because we get it. Okay, we get it. Like we never saw the origin story on how thor got his powers or how loki got his powers you know we didn't get the origin story of how hawkeye is able to shoot and can't we can't miss on freaking arrows you know so everybody we don't need the complete 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 origin origin story right there or if you want to just explain a little bit you know that's cool just tell us how and show a few scenes and how they got their powers so that's good enough let's move on to the story you know but um I'm I'm cool with that casting if if that's true. You know, I think that'll be I think that would be awesome. It'll be incredible. I'm a fan of Bryce Dallas Howard. Um she returns back to the comic movies, you know, if for, for those of you who aren't familiar with her, she um she was um Gwen Stacy in The Spider-Man 3 that came out in 2007, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Um and she's also stars in Jurassic Park franchise with another Marvel alum, um uh, Chris Pratt. So it's going to be pretty cool. Um, John Krasinski. I'm fam- familiar with John Krasinski, mostly from the office, from the office. But I remember uh, he was on, also in on the office. Um, he had actually uh, he tried out. He auditioned for Captain America and he was the runner up. OK, so if Chris Evans got sick or something, guess what? It would have been John Krasinski, right? <laughs> And I actually thought my I had a fan theory where I thought actually he was gonna be playing Captain America in the um Multiverse of Madness. Captain America, Steve Rogers variant instead of Reed Richards, but I was wrong. <laughs> but um I think that I think that'll be a good casting. I can dig it. I think they'll nail the assignment. They will kill it. And I think fans will love it. I really do. I mean, I I think these those two characters they have a certain level of ability to portray Reed Richardson Sue Storm um, I'm looking forward to seeing who's gonna play on um, Ben Grimm and um, the Human Torch Johnny Storm so that'll be pretty pretty interesting so tell me what y'all think about that share your thoughts and everything in the comments alright and for our last topic of the day we're gonna talk about Iron Man's cameo that was supposed to have been in Multiverse of Madness Um yeah, apparently one of the writers for Doctor Strange, Two Multiverse of Madness, he, um, yeah, they 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 wanted Tom Cruise to be in the movie as Iron Man, okay, but s- scheduling conflicts. You know, Tom Cruise is a very very busy guy, and when I went and saw that movie, you know, at the beginning they show like a ten minute clip of um, um, what's the um, Top Gun Two, all right, which comes out on Memorial Day weekend, which is a couple weeks from now. And you know what? Maybe that's the movie he was making when all of this was going on. And he's probably doing another Mission Impossible movie. You know, Tom Cruise, that dude stays busy. Busy, busy, busy. But I'll I tell you what. Um, the way I look at it on that, I, I-, I don't want to see another Iron Man right now. I don't. I don't. Listen, I- I'm going to tell you something. Like, if they can say... Well, they're not going to recast T'Challa because Chadwick Boseman played the character so great and stuff, and he did, but we only saw him in like four or five movies. Hey, man, we got to see Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark for over 10 years, and he played that. He made Iron Man popular amongst non-comic book fans. You understand what I'm saying? And Tom Cruise had that opportunity to to do it, but scheduling conflict again, right? And I'm not saying we should never, ever, ever get a Tom Cruise variant as Iron Man, but I just still think it's too soon for that. It's too early for that. I'm not trying to hear all that. Nah, you know. But, of course, I still think it'll be cool. It'll be awesome to see him as it, though, you know? I mean, it would be awesome to see a lot of different people play Iron Man. We've had Brad Pitt play Iron Man. Or Denzel Washington play Iron Man. Hell, it'll be pretty cool, don't you think? But, um, yeah, so that... That um you know a lot of theories were presented on that, and i I've, I've I've commented on that a lot I believe yeah, I did a video on that talking about that, and you know it's it's good to talk about it's good to talk about you know, but um if you know and when I think about it, if they was going to have Tom Cruise Iron Man in the Illuminati just to kill him off, I would not have liked that. And, and you know what? Maybe that was the real reason why he didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I got no problem. I mean, think about it. If if you're an A-list actor and you, you starred in movies that, that generates billions of dollars and at least 500 million in your own franchise, you don't want to be killed off randomly by someone Um and just to make a cameo in a movie. You know, like if this wasn't like a a comic movie, you know what I'm saying? Cuz it's like well Tom, I think Tom Cruise is too big of an actor, of a star to just put him in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness and and just kill him off like that, you know? I think no, nah, that wouldn't be cool. Now, you could have him battle Wanda or whatever, and Wanda gets the best of him, but he ends up escaping. Okay, that's one thing, because then it's like we can see him come back. But to to do him the way they did, Black Bolt, Peggy Carter, John Krasinski, you know, Reed Richards. And the thing about it is out of those group of actors, um, I think John Krasinski is the closest to an A-lister, you know, out of that group. I don't know. Is John Krasinski even an A-lister? I don't. I wouldn't call him an A-lister because, see, here's the thing. Your A-listers are your Denzel Washingtons, Leonardo DiCaprio's, Brad Pitt's, Samuel L. Jackson's. John Krasinski is not an A-lister. All right. So <laughs> if you're Tom Cruise, you don't come down there to be Iron Man and then just to be <clears throat> killed off like that, you know. Um, but, you know, the actor who played Black Bolt, OK, you get to return as Black Bolt because had he not. Did, here's the thing. Th- that was the only way they was going to even bring Black Bolt back, right? Um, Haley Atwell, who's a wonderful actress, but uh, most people haven't seen the the Peggy Carter show. You know, she's not an A-lister. Um, it's Monica Lynch. That's her name. Yeah, the young lady who plays uh, play Maria Rambeau, Captain Marvel. A lot of people are not familiar with her. They know her as Maria Rambeau, you know. And, and all of them, they're good actors, but they're, they're not A-list actors, you know. What I mean by that is it's like they're they're not the Tom Brady, the LeBron James, the Michael Jordan, the Giannis Antetokounmpo Kumpo of 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 acting. So Tom Cruise, you don't bring I mean, that would be something if she, like I don't know. I, I think if they did kill off Tom Cruise if he was to play Iron Man, it would have to be a hell of a battle. Because think about it, man, the whole and, and I'm surprised that you know, Reed Richards supposed to be the smartest person alive and he just got handled like, you know, he went in unprepared. You know, I would think he would have came in prepared, you know, but Tony Stark is more of the futurist. So he thinks ahead. So I just don't I don't think um, Scarlet Witch would have been able to, like, dismantle Tony Stark's quick, quick like that because he would have had something, you know, he would have had a counter or something, you know. But who knows? Who knows? But um. I'm looking forward to the future of the MCU. I really am. I really am. This episode here, we just mostly talked about comic movies and stuff. And it's all good because that's what we, we we talk about that around here. All right. But um, once again, thank you all for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button. Wherever it is, you subscribe to podcasts, podcast and hit that like button. Share the podcast and check out the YouTube channel, Student of the Game Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Peace out.